Welcome to your Joyful Riches podcast, where you gain precious tips for easily ignite your full spectrum wealthy life. Join us every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific with your friends and families, because we all want and deserve to be wealthy and happy. This podcast is, is done in conjunction with the Global Networking G100 and is powered by Anchor FM by Spotify. Anchor FM is the super awesome free podcast made easy platform. And for this week, we are so honored and so thrilled to have Maria with us today. Maria, welcome to our podcast and thank you so much for joining us. Let's uh, tell us what is it that you do? Well, first and foremost, I'll thank you, Bridget, for the honor. It's such an honor to be here on your platform. And, um, you know, it's things that we can never take for granted, but I believe in women elevating each other. So thank you. Thank you for the amazing, amazing job that you do. And thank you for inviting me onto this platform today. So what does Maria do? Basically, I am an educationist and banker by profession, but I'm also an advocate of women and girl child empowerment. So one of the things that I really live to say in my living is to see and create safe spaces for women and girls where they will be able to enjoy equality, regardless of where they come from. Wow, that is so wonderful. That is so important because you know, women is, is definitely a, component, a great component. And with girls, and you know, our young generations is our future. What brings you to do what you do? You know, it's always interesting when this, I would say it's a vision that you could say was ignited by a 10-year-old in the mind because of the settings at the time, the gap that was there. Having been a 10-year-old who went um, slightly younger than 10, went to a multiracial school back in my country. And that was soon after our independence. And um, being different, and you are identified as someone who's coming from a different part of pretty much you're living because I, I I am a black girl and going to a multiracial school meant you're going to a white school. What was for my white school then? And being different and knowing what the gaps were at that time, you know, you only could make friends if, if they suited and accepted you. But it was a difficult um, situation at the time. And I'll say this is where the idea of saying to one, I am here as a 10-year-old saying, no, this is not the way life should be. As kids, as children, it's all about play. And why do I feel separated from others? What is so wrong with me? Be, is it because of my name? Is it because I'm, I'm considered as someone who's coming from the other side? So with that, fast forward. It became a mission for me to ensure that girl children and women that look like me had equal opportunity in whatever course they wanted in life. But it became a mission to be the advocate, to be the voice for the voiceless. 
And I said, it's a promise I made to myself that whatever it would take, I would ensure that girls and women will have safe spaces where they do not have to feel discriminated because of the color, because of the way they speak or the way they look. And hence, with Hope For Her, this has been the mission. This is what we do. We champion, of course, uh, gender-based violence against women and girls. And there's a reason we do that, because the inequality is very prevalent. It's inexistent. When we talk of gender-based violence, we know this is a pandemic. I always love to, to infer to it as a pandemic that has no vaccine, but that has been ongoing for over half a century. So my question that I lay out there is, when a girl is born, her destiny is defined by traditions, by, by customs, by values, but placing her in a disadvantaged position. So are we saying that girls and women are destined to suffer from birth to the time they die? And that's what it looks like. But however, as Hope For Her Global, we have ensured that one of the things we do is to work with women from different walks of life, from different uh, communities, and from the marginalized communities. We raise awareness of, on gender-based violence. And we are proud to say we've been championing that. We see the progress that we are making. Because we believe both. You, can, you have to marry both, the girls and the women. Because the girls become the women of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So who better to give that and create the legacy besides the women ourselves. But as we always say, information is power. Because if we don't have the knowledge and the information on how to protect ourselves, who will? Because we know the systems have failed us. So this is you know, the long-term and short of what we do as Hope For Her Global. We are there to empower women, but the empowerment we are talking about is sustainable. It's practical. We want to leave women in a better position than they were when we first encountered them. And our girls through education initiatives, we hope that these girls who become the women of the future will have a better place and also have places at the table than you and I have had. So it's hoping for that better future for them. That is wonderful. And that is in, uh, very inspiring and, and very true. In a very, uh, uh, we've known each other for some time. And the first times I hear, I think you said it in such a, uh, you know, there, there's been a pandemic, which is very true. And and it's, 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 uh, it, it struck me in an in a interesting way, because in a way we're both working in a, similar ways against a different pandemic with you that you are with grief. Many people don't realize that there has been a grief pandemic before the COVID-19 pandemic. That's why it's cost uh, workplace $117 billion before the COVID-19 and, and so forth. But, you know, and, and also all these things are the inequality and all the one, uh, the, the, the suppressions and so forth. These are all contribute to emotional unsettling which is actually the true definitions of grief but back to to what you do so that is uh, amazing and that's so wonderful 
I know you've done a lot of great work. Uh, uh, give, give us an example of some of the things that you do. And, and I know you have a couple things coming up as well, if you care about to share them. And, and perhaps our audience might want to jump in and support or something. Absolutely. And we always say no help is ever too small. So one thing I know is whatever help we get, it will definitely make a difference to one girl, one woman, one community at a time. So we've, you know, success stories are always the icing on the cake. I know during the pandemic, you know, being a small organization, grassroots level, we were able to donate masks when they were really needed in, in Zambia, in Dolan, Zambia, where we worked very closely with the elderly and pregnant women. So having donated those masks, we knew the importance of those masks to their not only livelihood, but existence, because this is a community where they don't have. And there's hope for her when we were able to give them hope, to give them that feeling that somebody cared. Yeah. That actually, we put it down as one of our success stories during the pandemic. But one thing that really definitely resonates as an ongoing legacy for us, outside and above doing the advocacy of gender-based violence, is taking girls and boys to school. We believe that we have to catch them whilst they're still young. And hence, we have made it our mission to be able to pay tuition. Mm -hmm. for young girls and boys to give them a chance to be able to go to school. And because we want them to go through life and not having to look back and say, I was not able to go because of the circumstances, because I may have been born in poverty, but it does it mean that I as a child is not destined to greatness, to get a chance to having an education, which is a human right. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, we've made them feel they can reach for the stars. And this is an initiative that we are doing. We've, we're proud to say we have 25 recipients in Zimbabwe, in Blawayo, Matebeleland province, where we have 25 girls and boys through our Jester Edu Fund Dreamers. We call it the Jester Dreamers Edu Fund. And this promotes and supports education initiatives. We will be taking another 25 out of Zambia. And our hope is also to take another 25 out of Colombia. As you know, we are an international entity. So we try to put ourselves where there is an identified need. And more so, we work with the communities that most need the help. Those disadvantaged children who most need the help. It could be children that have no parents or orphans, or it could be children that are being raised by a single mom and life is what it is. But we give them hope that you know what? education is the key to your success story and it's a key to fulfilling your dreams so that's one initiative that we would love like i said again no help is ever too small we appreciate and take note it only takes 25 dollars a semester to be able to take a young girl to school to give her a chance just like you and i had the opportunity so i feel if 
whatever way people can help, whether it's school supplies, tablets, give them a chance and they will not let you down. Give them hope, but hope that it's, we can plant action too. That is wonderful to hear. It's 20 uh, and it's two semester a year, correct? Absolutely. So for $50 a year and many of us, nothing's against copy or anything, but many of us, uh, you know, put in way more than that in a cup of coffee in a month. <laughs> yes, Bridget, you're right. Because look at it. If you have a Starbucks, it's $5 and some change. And if you give up a week of Starbucks, you actually will be in a position to take a young girl or young boy to school. And we believe again in taking them whilst they're still young. We want it to be continuous. So we start them at a very early age. And then you're able to shoulder that responsibility by taking a few children, a few girls and boys to school, make it happen for them. That's our plea, make it happen for one girl, one boy, one community at a time. That is really awesome. So from, from your work, Maria, from your work, this is for, for a broad audience. And so, and, and some of us might be in, uh, in, in, in gratefully in, 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 a, in a, a conditions where we are able to give, but some of us who are listening to this perhaps are in a situations where we are the listeners ourselves that we we are not in the best situations where we are facing some some challenge whether it's a woman a man a gentleman a girl or a, or a young gentleman and so do you have any tips a couple tips perhaps if somebody who are listening to this facing challenge whether because you are in an underprivileged community or any other form of challenge is there any tips how sometimes you know when we're facing so much challenge we're like how is it even possible yes there is the hope for her there that coming from america but apparently it's not reaching here yet if you know what i mean and so if you if somebody hearing this or perhaps it's different challenge do you have any tips for them how could they how could they hang on how could they take another step how do they not lose faith is there something they can do to keep going I like the way you actually kind of incorporated what we stand for. Hope, hope for her. Basically, you know, I always want to tell the little girls out there and the women that you are not defined by your circumstances. As long as you believe, but you have to have the hope, but the hope with no action it's not going to get you anywhere. Because like we always say, having faith is believing in something that you cannot see, something that may not be tangible. But you have this, the, the beginning, you have somewhere to start from. Having that dream, having the hope and believing that I will be able to cross over, believing that I do not have to sit here and feel sorry for myself. I am created for a greater purpose. And the only way you can do that, you have to believe. You have to have the guts to believe in yourself and to work hard. And this has always been an, a message I send to the girls. 
you have to work hard and you should not be afraid to ask for help. But it's not enough to always be in a position where you find yourself begging. Use the resources that are around you. If you are surrounded by a lot of land, that means you're a daughter of the soil. Use those hands that you have. Put them to use. Put this mind to use. You cannot confine yourself and feeling yourself, feeling sorry for yourself and throwing yourself a pity party every single day and say, just because I am coming from Africa as a continent, and that one that has been stereotyped to say is the dark continent, but leaders, scientists, doctors, innovators have been raised and brought out of Africa. And are you one of them? Do you aspire to be the greatest? So you have to have that ambition. You have to believe in self. And it starts with a small step. Success is what you choose to define it. It's not what is prescribed to an individual as success. It could be doing so much and more giving back in your community to the young, to the youth. We want you to get involved in the community, help the elderly, help the disadvantaged. And that could be your success story. And there is power in your story. You have to own the narrative. So it starts with small acts of kindness within your community, within your family, within the region before you can take it out there to the world. So I always say, believe in self, there's hope, dream big, and no act of kindness is ever too small. And it doesn't take much to smile and to love. Be the change, but be love. And it just takes an act of kindness. Never give up, never ever give up, aspire and inspire. And it's gonna be okay, but you have to trust and believe that tomorrow will be a better day. That, that is beautiful. That is so beautiful. That's so beautiful and that is so true. And you put it in such a, well, a beautiful way. You know, you got to believe and you do need to take the action. And you want to do that with, as you said, with love and with kindness. Even if you if you said, well, I I want some people have like you like you said you have this pity party. Oh, I want to go to college, but I don't have the well. Where, where you can start? Perhaps you can start in your community. We know many people who does good where they are in the community, and then ended up by the law of nature. Life is circular. You give out even the, you to the your next door neighbor, <laughs> and you know right around you so helping them out with their with their work and like you say the elderly and so forth. It will bring something else, and so that is so beautiful and so wonderful. How do people reach you if they want to support or they want to learn more about Hope for Her? 
you know, you one, I'll start by saying you you can reach us on almost all the social media um, forums. We are there, Facebook, Twitter, we are on Instagram. And uh, you can also email me, Maria at hopeforherglobal.org. And we try to get back and respond to whoever reaches out to us within a period of 24 to 48 hours. We promise you, reach out. There's so much that you and I can do. There's so much that you can do. And you are hope. You are hope where you can make a change to one girl's life, one woman's life, one community at a time. That is a beautiful, that is so beautiful. You are hope. Do you have any other final message for our audience? You know, as I already reiterated that it takes you and I to be part of the change that we want to see in this world and to, to be change agents. You and I have that responsibility and the honors is on us to do better, to be the difference. So that's what I leave to you all. Be the difference. And together we rise and together we can. And, and it is a lot of time, I would say, together we can be the difference. And it, a lot of time it takes it's a lot easier than we thought to be the to be the difference to make a difference like you illustrate earlier for you know if you take a break from from custom coffee drink for a week <laughs> you will be able to support a child for a whole a whole year and so thank you so much maria thank you for for sharing your wisdom your work your tips today it is such an honor to have you here and for you, my friends who are listening to this, please share this message with everyone you know, because as Maria says to us, we are here to make a difference and it is a lot easier to make a difference than you thought. Please share one or two gold nuggets in the comments below that you gathered from this conversation so we can continue learning from each other. And thank you for joining us. Please share this podcast with your family and friends, everyone you know in your connection. So as a, as a community, as a global community, we can all triumph. And this is Dr. Burjit Tan, your grief transformation specialist for individual and businesses founder of the International Childhood Cancer Charity and United States Country Chair of Global Networking G100 All Ladies League. And you make it a thriving day, one day at a time, and we see you again here next week at 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Bye-bye for now.